Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on page Kufchav Dalid, 124, four lines on the top, near the end of the line. We've just been talking about, still in the middle of this discussion, of um, two different ways in the Seder, Maimud, the Matzav, Asviris, two different ways in the organization of the Sviris. And we're talking about this first one, which is Seder Amidasan, Huzet Tachazet, that the Sviris are one underneath the other, meaning that they are in a chain-like, linked to each other. Each one descends from the other. Each one is the cause of the of the next one. Uh, from Chochma comes Bina, Bina comes Das, Dina, and from Das comes the Midas. So we spoke about Chochma and Bina, then we spoke about, um, then we spoke about from Chochma and Bina comes the birth of the Midas, and we spoke about three different types of contemplation giving birth to different Midas, either Ava or Yira. When you think about the greatness of Hashem and the creation of the worlds, that that really shows a person how close Hashem is with the creation. He's creating them and enlivening them every moment. When a person thinks about that, that within every single creation, with every everything in the whole world, there is a godly energy that creates it and is enclosed within it to give it life, then a person is aroused with a great desire to become close and to become attached with that godliness. But his whole desire is just in the, in the godliness, and he wants the revelation of godliness within the world and within his soul. And when a person contemplates the, how Hashem is so removed and so exalted, Hashem in his essence, and how he's totally removed from all the worlds, and the fact that he enlivens the worlds, that's only from an external diminished ray of godliness, but his 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 infinite essence is totally removed and totally um, exalted from the worlds, that will bring, that will arouse a person to uh, have a love, but it'll be a different type of love, a thirst type of love to leave the world, to escape the confines of the limited world and to become totally absorbed within Hashem's essence. And when a person contemplates how all the worlds do not have any importance and as if, it's almost as if they don't exist before the infinite essence of Hashem, and similarly, all the great revelations in the higher worlds don't have any importance before Hashem also, then a person will be aroused in a great fear and awe and a reverence because it brings about a great bittal, a great self-nullification in his soul. And when he thinks about how the Eidin Seif, the infinite, infinite essence of Hashem, is found down here, just like he's found in the higher realms, the higher worlds, and wherever a person is, he's standing directly before the infinite essence of Hashem. That brings about a great type of fear, a fear more of a, a deeper fear, more inner fear, like a, a shame more than just a fear or a bittle. And as all these ideas are explained in other places at length. And then we said, we ended off that the the birth of the Midas comes from the Meichen. The birth of the emotions comes from the intellect and specifically through the intellect of Das, which is the, when a person comes to a real sensing, a feeling, an intellectual feeling of the concept and becomes totally attached to it. 
Das is not just knowledge of something, understanding it, grasping it, which is that's really Bina. Rather, Das is when a, a intellectual sensing of the concept, a feeling of it, identifying with the concept. That's how you become aroused with emotions. And specifically, when you feel the concept, you feel this intellectual concept in your mind, you feel the greatness, the goodness, the the, the um, preciousness of the godliness, and whatever thing, whatever you might be com- contemplating. Only when you feel this idea, when you sense it, when you identify it, that's when you become aroused with whatever emotion you're thinking about or you're you're producing. So it's four lines on the top. Like in the contemplation we said before, we just spoke about that the infinite essence of Hashem is found down here in this world, just like it is in He is in the higher realms, meaning He's found everywhere equally. Who everyone knows that this is the truth that that the that there is no place void of Hashem, there's no place empty of His presence. And this is understood intellectually. Uh, that nothing can nothing can conceal from the infinite essence of Hashem. And so automatically the conclusion is that Hashem is found in every place equally down here in the physical world, just like He is in the higher spiritual worlds. Everyone understands that intellectually. Hashem is infinite. He is totally above all limitations, and therefore he's not limited just to be existing in the spiritual realms. He's so unlimited and unbounded that he even exists down here. And if you would say that he doesn't exist down here, that's also um, you're also saying that Hashem is some somewhat not all powerful, not you know also not uh, truly unlimited. So it makes sense intellectually that Hashem is found everywhere. Everyone understands that. Ach kasher but when a person doesn't feel it, when a person doesn't identify with that concept, who, even though he understands and he knows that this is the truth, and Hashem is found everywhere, a person will not be excited, emotionally excited about this, he won't be affected in his heart about this at all if he doesn't really identify with the Das. But when a person appreciates this, this concept in a way of Hargash, when he feels it, he senses it, identifies with it, then he becomes very excited about it. And this is also true in the physical sense, the physical world. Like we see clearly and physically that um, we see clearly that sometimes a person will understand in his intellect that a certain thing is good for him. Nevertheless, he's not brought up. He's not excited with a great love for that matter, even though he understands it's a good thing. A person understands. That it's great, it's a really good for him, really healthy for him to exercise or to stop smoking. And nevertheless, even though he understands it very well, doesn't he doesn't doesn't affect him in a way where his emotions drive him to stop doing those things? Actually, that's because he hasn't really got to the level of das in these ideas. He hasn't really identified with them to the extent where she really feels them in his soul. Kamila like it also. Like we similarly, like we see above in the spirituality, so by Hashem we see it says um, that that when the first man was when Adam was created, it says if he would eat from the Eitzadas that he would become like one of us. Meaning that Hashem is saying you become like me, basically that I would that with the ability to to know good and bad. So we see that in the spiritual realms, there's also this concept of yoide toivera. Yoide means from the word das. 
identifying with something, but with good and bad. But this type of knowledge, we're saying that Hashem has of good and bad, is a derech makif in a more um, above, so to say, a hovering type of way, not a true internal and there's no effect from this the person, the Hashem, meaning this Hashem doesn't get affected from this knowledge of, of good and bad. The fact that Hashem knows the good and the bad and what's happening in the world, even though He knows it, and which usually when you know something in the sense of das, you identify with it. That's what brings about. That's what really affects you and it arouses your emotions. But for Hashem. Um, Hashem is not affected by anything that we do. There, that that's because his idea, his knowledge in these things is all in a makiftik way, in a way where it he doesn't truly become internalized. Therefore, he's not affected by everything. That's why it says that um, if a person sins, if you sin, what what have you what have you affected on him? Uh, Hashem knows that you. Hashem knows everything what's happening in creation, and at the same time, not affected by anything. Hashem, I've never changed. And this is the truth also before uh, Adam sinned the, at the tree of knowledge. That in above in the spiritual realms, I guess also referring to all the angels and all the spiritual beings, knew everything, not just Hashem. They knew everything that was happening in the physical realms, but and still didn't, the knowledge. It was not in a way of our gush of a real feeling of an identifying with. And therefore, the spiritual realms, even though they knew everything was happening in creation, all the angels knew what was going on in Hashem. It didn't bring about any spilus, an effect, an emotional excitement um, from that at all. The hate, because the idea was in a makiftik way, not in a real internal way, not in a real identifying way. But the chet etzadas, the the sin of the tree of knowledge, is what brought about this idea of das. It's the it was the, the sin of the tree of das of knowledge. So it brought about this idea of of das and hargasha feeling. Automatically, meaning also that the spiritual realms are going to be affected by what we do now. Also, um, so lamaila. So in the spiritual realms also it says Yede Tevra and they use the word Das. Um which is which before the sin is the idea Bederech Makif Lavad. It was just in a Derech Makif without any excitement, without any spiritual excitement from that. And that is what it was before the sin. That the spiritual realms, all the angels and all the souls and Hashem knew everything was happening, but not in a way which it was truly um feeling that and therefore not there was no excitement from that at all. And no, not being affected by anything that was happening, but the sin of the tree of knowledge made that everything should be in a way of hargasha, that even the, all the spiritual realms, even the spiritual angels, should know everything which is happening in a way which they become affected by it because they now they have das. Similarly, we can understand also in Aveda. I'm not exactly sure about that previous part about the das, the yoide tevra in uh, the spiritual realms what that is saying is saying that after the sin after the sin that's when a that's when a person also got das or also it's saying that only that above in the spiritual realms that's when the das was brought about in all of creation it seems to say that that's when das was brought about in all of creation therefore whenever a person does something down here good or bad the spiritual realms the angels are affected now 
and all of creation is affected now by what we do down here. It says in other other memoriam about the that the whole idea of why how Hashem knows the specifics of creation is through the um Kalim of the spheres of Atzilus in Parshas Vaira, um, in Terah Parshas Vaira, the Mimer of Erdana. So, the way that Hashem is basically affected by what we do is through the Kalim of Atzilus, and which are very external compared to Hashem's essence. And therefore, even though He's affected by if we do good, then He does He is Mashpia Chesed to us. If we do bad, then there's Gevura to us. It doesn't affect Hashem in His essence, who's totally removed from being clothed in those uh, very lowly vessels of the world of Atzilus, which is still just a limited world. But maybe before the sin, even there was not even the the the, the spheres of Atzilus, the Kalim of Atzilus, even weren't affected by anything. And after the sin of the Chet that's when even the vessels of the world of Atzilus were in a spell now. They were the way that Hashem knew everything through those vessels and through the Moichen of Atzilus was now in an internal way and therefore he's really affected, they're affected, but not Hashem, obviously Hashem in his essence is not affected. And in that Maimon also says that the, the angels are called the ears of Hashem, the eyes of Hashem, which basically the angels are just the channels through which Hashem knows what's happening in creation, so to say, um, in a more specific, particular way. Uh, so the angels are just these channels are just basically the Kalim. So that maybe is what it's saying here about the Eitzadas, that the, the Kalim, the vessels, the angels, now have an internal way of knowing things, not just the Makif Tikadas, and therefore are mispol, they're affected by what, what happens in creation. So, 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 so too in the spiritual service of Hashem, Shaykhur, who are Gosha. The main point, the purpose of our service of Hashem is to come to not just the knowledge and understanding and your Chachmah but also to come to Adas, a truly uh, feeling, an intellectual feeling of the concept, identifying with the concept of and that's specifically what brings about the arousal of emotions for Hashem. So how do we come to this das? How do we reach this spiritual sensing and identifying with the concept? How do we get to that? It's all yidei skashrus. It's through it's through attaching yourself, connection, connection. Through connecting your mind, attaching your mind, very, very powerful uh, attachment to the idea of what you're thinking about. And that's how the idea starts to become, kind of starts to be felt by your, you and your mind. You start to identify with it. So when you basically contemplate the, a, whatever the spiritual concepts we were speaking about before, the different contemplations that arouse love or fear, when you contemplate those concepts in a way, in a very deep way, and you attach your mind to it, in a, like it says in Tanya, the constant, you keep thinking about it very deeply and to the extent that you get lost in the concept, you totally lost in it, then is when you start identifying with it. So the idea we're talking about, how do we define the attachment over here, this connection that brings about Das? So this connection over here we're referring to is similar to the idea of So we say in Halacha, the person shouldn't have removal of his Attention, basically, uh, from like with, like when he when he after he washes his hands for hamoitzi, um, you're not supposed to have hesachadas. So uh, when you say the actual bracha of hamoitzi, that's where you're not allowed to talk because talking about other things that don't have to do with hamoitzi uh, are uh, diverting your attention. Hesachadas, diverting your attention. So this is the idea of hiskashus here to bring about das. That when a person doesn't divert his 
his attention, meaning he doesn't divert his deep contemplation from whatever concept he's thinking about. He's contemplating and he constantly thinks about it. Even though he's not getting any new concepts through this thinking about, this constant thinking about the idea, meaning he's not learning anything new. He's not, we're not talking about uh, a bina type of attachment here. We're not talking about just you know, getting more and more knowledge of a concept and learning more about it. You're thinking about the same concept which you already understand very well. You're thinking about it constantly. So therefore you're not getting any new ideas from this thinking. You've already acquired all the ideas you need to reach the Das here. You're just thinking about those ideas which you already have acquired in your mind. Um, oh, constantly thinking about them. Nevertheless, even though you're not getting any new ideas here, being that you're constantly thinking about the idea without diverting your attention at all, that's how you bring about this idea of hargash, of a true uh, intellectual feeling, identifying with the concept of misbal, and you become excited about the concept now with your emotions. Like anybody who thinks deeply about something to the extent that all of a sudden he's he gets surprised from something around him. He's maval atzme. He's all of a sudden like surprised because he's so deep in thought about something and somebody tries to get his attention all of a sudden he gets surprised that shows you that he was deeply thinking constantly deeply thinking about this idea so we're not talking about that a person got some novel novelty by her he figured out something new in the actual idea which he's which he's thinking about that rather that he's he through constantly thinking about it in a deep way, he brings about a intellectual sensing, a identifying with this concept, to the extent that he gets very excited about it. And he's very affected by the concept. And similarly, this apply this is in the actual in the, in the contemplation, not just in the thought when you're thinking about the concept, constantly thinking about it and not diverting your attention from it. But also in the way that you contemplate this idea, that your contemplation should also be with this focus of attachment, of connect, connection. Meaning, the way that you contemplate and you think deeply about this idea, whatever the godly idea you're talking, you're thinking about to arouse the love of Hashem, it should also be the way that you think about it should be in a way of not not in a makiftik way, not in a external shitchistic away and you're just thinking about very 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 in the very um not in a real way in a, in a deep way meaning you when you think about the concept not to think about it just like for two minutes and just very you don't get very deep into it you don't think about all the different analogies and you don't explain it to yourself you 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 kind of fool yourself thinking that yeah I'm being misbeing and I'm thinking I'm I'm, I'm contemplating it, but if you're just doing it in a way where you're not really exerting your mind and it's not difficult, you're not really putting your full attention and trying to get to the depth of the intellectual ideas, the core of the concept. That's more makiftik. That's more of an external, uh, you know, from the outside type of misbeingness. But we're trying to get really where your whole being is in this experience, where you're getting to the core of the concept, um, to the deepest ideas of, your, of the concept, when you really understand it. That's when you come to a, a um, when you really feel the idea in your mind and you identify with it. So this is the idea of the connection that we're talking about here. Not talking about... Um, 
finding some new ideas in the in the in the concept eichumahu, and how is this concept is and what the concept is meaning we're not talking about understanding the concept more. Kiim, that's not what the attachment we're talking about here. Kiim Rather, it means that you should truly connect to the concept in an internal and a deep way. You should totally be in, your whole being should be enmeshed, immersed in the concept. That's when you start to feel the concept in your mind, you start to identify with it, and you become excited about it. So now, to conclude, after all this explanation about how from the Chachma Bina come the Midas, we spoke from Chachma comes Bina, and then from the from Das really comes the Midas, which is, this is really talking about how the spheres are all interconnected, Zet Tachazet, one from the other, in a in a Ilva Ol type of relationship, a cause and effect type of relationship. So, conclusion is that that in a person's soul, we're explaining this now and how it, how it is, or reflects in a person's soul, all this, the powers, the faculties of our soul, are chain like a chain like they're linked to each other. Each one descends and derives from the, from the higher one. And similarly, um, this applies to the analog to above in the spiritual realms. The chokhmah of Atzilus, he reaches a safe. Chokhmah of the world of Atzilus is the first revelation from the infinite essence of Hashem. How it is revealed in the first world and the first limited power of chokhmah Atzilus. He is yud the which is hinted to by the letter Yud of the name of Hashem, the Yud Kevavke, the first Yud of Hashem's name, like we said, the, the seminal point of that Yud, referring to the seminal point of that first essential revelation before it's taken on any breadth and width um, in the level of Bina. This is just the um, general point of the revelation of godliness, meaning you have the essential revelation of the essence of Hashem, how it is above the world of Atsilis, and then that that revelation is contracted into the, into the level of Chochmah, which is an essential point, meaning it's a point which includes all of the other levels and all of the rest of the creation in that essential seminal point, just like the seed includes the whole tree, all the details of the tree. That's the revelation of Chochmah Vatzilis is referred to by the Yud, just like that Yud is that little point. But, um, yeah. But it's a general point, not yet with the details. Dereshis Agili, Enim Vichinaz Gili Mamish, the, the first revelation from Hashem's infinite essence into the world is not in a true true revelation yet. There's not a true revelation. It's just a nekuda, just a, a seminal, essential point, a general point. And it's in, in, a, in a way of ayin. That's why it says, that chokhmah is really related to this idea of ayin. It's nothing. You cannot yet grasp any details yet in that essential revelation. It's not, and it's not a, it's not a true existence yet. It hasn't take, taken on true form until it's come down to, until that revela- essential revelation of godliness within chokhmah comes down to bina. That's why the infinite essence of Hashem, the infinite presence of, of God, is uh, specifically dwells, dwell, um, rests within chokhmah. Within that chachmah, because the whole mitzias of chachmah is really, even though it, even though it has a mitzias, but it's very very bottled, it's very um, nullified and doesn't have any true. It hasn't really taken taken on a true form of a true mitzias yet. It doesn't have a true existence, um, and it's the highest level within creation. Therefore, that's where that's where Aryan safe, that's where the infinite essence of Hashem can dwell. Umina chachmah, and now from chachmah, that's la bchinas abina. Is emanated the level of bina, 
The next level below That's now you have this revelation of godliness. Now it takes on a real more of a form, and it takes on a more real uh, true. You can really apply to it the idea of revelation because now it's this central point of Chokhmah, the general point of Chokhmah now extends into length and width, and the revelation of godliness takes on more length now, meaning it takes on more form. And it says in the Zoyar, in Chokhmah, that this Chokhmah extends and or comes out from the Chokhmah Bina. Which implies, meaning that the Chokhmah extended and brought out from itself Bina, which implies that when the sphere of Chokhmah was emanated from Hashem, from the infinite essence of Hashem, there was included within that Chokhmah the level of Bina. Like we said before, that um, we said Chacham Bina, or Havain B'Chokhmah. Sorry, that the understanding through Chachma, meaning that the level of Bina is already included in potential state within Chachma. Like we just said, like we just said, this is the idea of understanding through Chachma that there is a level of Bina which is our, which is always potentially found in Chachma. And when Chachma is then takes on a more extends more down, meaning there is the central point, the general point of Chachma now has an extension to it. That is when the the sphere of bina is emanated. I can explain in other places. Bina he aim habanim, and now bina is the is called the aim habanim, the mother of children. Um, bina is like the mother who gives birth to children. Um, meaning that from bina comes the birth of the children who are the emotions, which are chesik which are kindness, severity, and beauty, which relate to the emotions of love, fear, and mercy. And that's through the third level of the Meichim, which is Das, the identifying with the concept, where their spiritual revelation of godliness descends even lower and takes on more breadth and width. So now we've just finished the first way how the spheres are organized in a way of each sphere descending and emanating and coming from the higher sphere. Now we come to the second way that the spheres are organized. And the way that they are organized that they're not standing one on top of the other or one beneath the other in a direct chain linked uh, in a direct link from to each other rather in a in three different kavin, three different lines in three different categories um, the three spheres of Chochmah, Chesed and Netzach are on the right side the right category Bina Gvura Hoid Mismoil are on the left. Bina, Gvur, and Hoid are on the left category, the left side, the left line. And Das, Tiferes, Yisoyed, Be'emza. Indeed, Das, Tiferes, and Yisoyed are in the middle um, category. And when you're when you're looking at the spheres in this organization, in this way, so Bina does not receive from Chochmah anymore in this organization. Like we just said, Bina, because now Bina and Chokhmah are in two different categories here. Chokhmah is on the right, Bina is on the left. And so too, when you're looking at the spheres in this categorization, the emotions, the midas, do not receive directly now from the from the meichin, from the intellect. Because also Chesed and Gvura, which are the emotions of Kindness and severity, love and fear, are also on the two categories. Chesed, chesed kindness is on the right side, which is like you said. Chesed, uh, chesed, netzach is on the 
right side, Gvura Bekavas Mel, Bina Gvura Hoid Kulu, and Bina and and Gvura, which is this emotion of fear, is on the left side with Bina Gvura and Hoid altogether. So therefore, you see that the emotions are not receiving directly from the intellect because Chesed and Gvura are on two different categories. Um, so it seems more that Chesed is getting from Chokma and Bina is, is getting from um, Bina, I mean, and Gvura is getting from Bina. But not the general idea of the Midas are not getting from all the intellect, from the whole intellect, from Chokma, Bina, and Das. So we see that Chesed is directly beneath Chokma, so meaning that the emotions is getting from some part of intellect, from Chokma. doesn't imply that the actual birth of the emotions of Chesed is from Chachma. Because any time that any place where the emotions are being birthed by the intellect, their birth of the emotions is only from Bina, from the true understanding of the concept, not from Chachma, from the seminal point of the concept where you don't really appreciate it yet in a true deep way. So you can't say that the Chesed, even though it stands in the same category as Chachma, it's directly beneath Chachma, it's not truly being birthed by Chachma because Emotions can only be birthed by Bina. You cannot have, it's impossible to have the birth, the birth of emotions from the state of Chokma. Because in Chokma, the concept is just in a, a seminal, a central point, a general point. And you're not, you don't truly appreciate, you don't pr- truly comprehend the idea yet in Chokma. Starting the next page, so how can you have from such a just a general understanding of a concept birth of emotions? You don't get emotional about something when you just understand it in a very general, in a very essential way. Not in a only when you understand it, a concept in a deep way and you truly understand as all of its ramifications, then you start to get excited about it in your emotions. Like it says in the bottom, to change it to chokma, the fact that chesed is directly beneath chokma when you organize it in the in these three categories. So this is not relating to the birth and the revelation of this of the motion of chesed. Rather, it just tells you that 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 chesed is connected to it's related to this category, this right side, this category of the spheres. Not that it's directly being birthed from Chokhmah, but it's just, it's related to, in its characteristics and its qualities, it's related to the right side. We'll stop there, two lines from the top, at the end of the line, of Kuf Chof Hei, and 125. Thank you everybody for listening to the new podcast, Chesidis. This is Levi Gelb, and if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidisonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Teirer Lukute Teira almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tevim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode. 
Thank you very much.